0: Welcome. It's the best time of the year. Not Christmas. I mean, Halloween. Ghosts, goblins, witches, you name it. We love Halloween here. And it couldn't be more fitting than for me to have my special guest today. Her name is Miranda and she runs, get this, SpookyLittleHalloween.com. On all her accounts, she's got over 73,000 people following her because everybody loves Halloween. Hi, Miranda. <laughs> Hey, Carol. Thanks so much for having me today. I am so happy you could join. I've been following your stuff and I'm like, she's probably so busy. She's not going to have time. And I was so excited when you found the time. So thank you. I know it's a busy, busy time of year for you, but apparently you don't just celebrate Halloween in October. You kind of do some, what is it? Summerween and
1: Yep. Um, I, I absolutely love halloween have all the other holidays and seasons. And uh, a lot of the names that I use is Summerween is one, Valoween. Um, I can't take credit for any of those other people in the Halloween community started those, but I jumped on board and we have a blast like adding a little bit of Halloween into the rest of the year too, because it makes us happy.
0: It, you know, why shouldn't we? It's the best. Um. Yeah. So, okay. Now you are a Halloween guru, I just want to say. And what Do you know what the like background of your love of Halloween is? Did something happen in childhood? Did something not happen in
1: childhood? What is it? It's so funny. I get asked this question all the time and I don't have a singular moment that I can say like, this is the definitive like moment, time, day. When I fell in love with Halloween, it just sort of was a gradual thing. Um, I think a lot of it is, you know, I'm a writer by trade. That's what I do in my day job too. And I have just always loved kind of the escapism into books and getting the chance to live somebody else's life, be somebody else. Then you're seeing where this is going, dress up as somebody else on Halloween night. And I think that was a huge part of the appeal as a kid. Yeah. And then the older that I've gotten, the kind of longer I've been doing Spooky Little Halloween. I really, truly believe that Halloween is kind of the misfits holiday. If you don't sit in at any other time of the year, this is your day to shine. And I love that about Halloween.
0: I... You hit the nail on the head. I love doing dress up, too. Like, I just always love, you know, freaking people out. I'm going around town today, you know, to, to drive throughs. I don't even want the drive through food. I was just trying to freak people out and get it on video. <laughs> my
1: my sister that. and her family are like, you're not like, what is wrong with
0: you? But you get me. So thank you. We're the misfits.
1: Yeah. So like you're totally going to make somebody's dressed up. like if I ran across you I today, I would be so excited and so happy. Like you'd be all over my Instagram the whole nine yards. Oh,
0: you're so cute. I, I pulled up at a couple of traffic lights. I didn't want to record too much because, you know, I was driving and I am a law-abiding sure. citizen despite the blood and cuts all over me. Um, But I pulled up before, you know, I stopped at the traffic light and I just look over and there was a woman and she was like, and then the driver, the girl, the driver scene was like, oh. Ah! Oh my god that i just pulled away it was great it was fun it it's so is much fun. it just gives them something to talk about it's silly okay so before we've got top five lists like we've got to get into the top five things you might not know about halloween as well as some haunted places right here in the usa which i think we need to talk about and warn everybody about um but first i want to ask you because there's you know there's a lot of halloween
1: tunes out there what is your favorite and why Oh, man. Um, Okay. So I think like most people would probably expect. Like, it's really a monster mash. This is Halloween. Those are kind of like the top three Halloween songs that everybody knows. And if that's all you're listening to, you are missing an entire world of Halloween music. Um, So before, fun fact, before I started my Halloween blog, I actually had a music blog that I was doing. Um, Like, I spent my 20s following bands on tour. Like, that's a huge part of my life still. Um, So, like, discovering Halloween music has kind of been a pet project project of mine since I started this site. I I have two that come to mind. So one is probably by an artist that's a little bit better well-known, Alice Cooper, maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. He has a fantastic song. I tend to look it a little Halloween anthem called Keepin' Halloween Alive. And it is just this great, like, high-energy rock song that I absolutely love. If I need to get myself hyped up about doing something Halloween-related, it goes on. Like, it's just so fantastic. He captures the holiday perfectly. Gasp, shock, Alice Cooper. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, But my other one is uh, my friends, Nancy, and we'll call him The Wizard, um, but Nancy Nyinger and The Wizard, Um, small little family, used to be in L.A. They live up in Vermont now, Um, but they have this fantastic song called 31 Days of Halloween. And it, I mean, like the Alice Cooper song, it just perfectly encapsulates everything that I love about October, talking about crunching leaves and like that wood smoke spill in the air. Of course. And they live in Vermont. They live in Vermont now. Yeah. So 31 Days of Halloween by Nancy Nightmare and The Wizard is, is my other pick. Nancy Nightmare and The Wizard. And The Wizard. Yep. So Nancy <laughs> Nightmare, Little knot to Elm Street. And yeah, The Wizard, Pushama's time Place, plays guitar for. And these are your kind of people. I like it. They are? I like
0: it. Yeah. Mine, mine, I mean, I don't mean to be boring, but, you know, I guess it's just a childhood thing is, of course, Thriller gets me. Yeah. You know, so does Ghostbusters. I mean, God bless Ray Parker Jr. for having that big hit, you know. It's always a happy song when it comes on. You always, And you only hear it this time of year. Um, but Thriller, yeah, it's great. I mean, growing up, I, mean, I would guess I was probably 10 or so when that came out. And, you know, I don't know if you remember, MTV was kind of new. And it was like, this was the bomb. I mean, it was. It was the best video of all time. It probably still is. And they would play it. I don't know if you were old enough to remember this or remember any bit, but they would play it every hour on the hour, MTV. Oh, wow. Yeah, they would say <laughs> every hour on the hour, you can see Michael Jackson's Thriller. So, you know, my family, we had a, a little brother. Um, he was probably like six or seven. And he, he would cry and hide every time Thriller came on. But me and my sister loved it, right? And my parents established this rule, like on the hour, you cannot turn on the TV and you cannot turn on MTV to scare little Jeffrey. So, Aww. um, naturally I'm the good daughter. My sister's kind of the troublemaker. And so she would look and wait for mom and dad to be in the room and then just turn on the cable box, like to MTV and my little brother would just cry. It was terrible, but, um, kind of funny. And I mean, now, I mean, years, decades later, he works like this big time job in, a. Uh, Uh, keeping away bad guys. So maybe it all, you know, who knows? It It all comes together. It all comes (laughs) together from our childhood. But that is one of my favorite uh, memories is just completely terrorizing my little brother with the thriller video. Okay. Are you ready? We're going to get into the top five things you didn't know or you need to know about Halloween. You good? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Number one, Miranda, you're starting, right? Go.
1: Yep. All right. So you may not know this, but the Halloween tradition actually started back in Ireland with the the Celtics. They called it Samhain. And it basically was a end of the fall, beginning of the winter festival. And they also believed that this was the one night a year, um, that the veil between the world of the living and the dead was at its thinnest. So there was a possibility for spirits to pass back and forth. Um, I don't want to spoil any of our other things, but it does tie into jack-o'-lanterns a little bit. Like there's some other traditions that tie into that and why we do some of the things that we do it. Yeah. So it's really fun. Interesting. Um, and if I can add, my friend Lisa Morton has a fantastic book called Trick or Treat, A History of Halloween. That is a great read if you want to dig into that. even Interesting. Deeper. What was it again? Lisa Morton? Lisa Morton, Trick or Treat,
0: and ha- A History of Halloween. I like it. I will check yeah. it out. And yeah. And I mean, clearly October 31st is the day before All Saints Day. So yes. yeah, creepy, creepy connections. It's like the veil between the living and the dead is the lightest. So anything can happen. Speaking of jack-o'-lanterns, it's number two on our list. And it is that back then, back in the day, um, they would use, well, the jack-o'-lantern, it, I, th- I think they started as turnips, actually, because these people yeah. were so desperate and so scared of the spirits that they would carve turnips Um, and light them with a candle and put them outside their home or wherever because they wanted to ward off the evil spirits. And then somehow it changed to pumpkins. Is that how you know it, Miranda?
1: Yeah, I think it just was kind of accessibility. You know, turnips were something that people started with or that was more easily accessible and then eventually turned into yeah pumpkins. And that's what we use today.
0: Wow. Interesting. Okay. Number three thing you need to know about Halloween.
1: All oh. right. So black cats. Um, uh, there associated see- with Halloween, it goes all the way back to the Middle Ages. It was believed that black cats were actually witches that had transformed themselves to hide from people. Um, and one thing that I found really interesting too, that's a belief that's held on for so long. Um, that when the pilgrims came over to the to America, um, that was, you know, they still held on to that connection of black cats being connected to witchcraft. Um and it was, I mean, we all know the old attitude when Friday the 13th rolls around, like you don't want a black cat to cross your path. I think a lot of it, honestly, is just superstition that we've, you know, all held on to for whatever reason. So... I would encourage you to give black cats a little bit of love because a lot of the a lot of the strange connections to them are completely unsounded and untrue. They're oh, totally Miranda! Oh, hold on! Else, if not more adorable, right? Yeah. Hold on! I'm going to fight with you on this. <laughs> We're going to debate because I
0: think I'm more scared of <laughs> witches than I am of cats. Okay, my my cousin Susie's losing her mind right now. She has like ten cats and she's always all over me. But I'm sorry, I those things, I, they're kind of like creepy and psychic. They're always lurking around me and like jump. I, I don't know. I just have a thing with cats. Cats cats I go after me intentionally
1: I I get it like I've had that multiple not all of them but I yeah growing up I had a neighbor I used to babysit her two little boys cats would be like hiding the entire night and as oh, soon yeah. as the boys went to bed they'd pop out and it just like it always creeped me out a little bit exactly black cats either for the record but I, so
0: all I, cats. I understand that <laughs> all cats um there. yeah it's, uh, anyway um okay the number four thing is the Purple, the color purple. Okay, so the color purple, the reason why it's a big deal with Halloween is that it's associated with witchcraft and magic. So if you know anybody who's all into purple, like my cousin Jenny, by the way, who also likes horror movies, now I don't think it's a coincidence, they might be a witch. If you see somebody with a purple door in their home, likely a witch. Purple, is kind of like a symbol to draw people into magic and witchcraft.
1: What do you know, Miranda? Um, I'm sitting here thinking, well, I made the cover of my magazine, Halloween magazine this year purple so, uh, Of So she did. <laughs> it, it checks out. <laughs> okay. Number five. All right. Number five spiders this is another animal creature that is heavily associated with Halloween, also connected to cats. So of course, you can really hear about spiders a lot. Um, In relation to superstitions that people have. It was once believed that uh, spiders helped witches cast their spells, which I found super interesting. And another one, I hadn't ever heard this one until you shared it with me. Um, But some witches would even eat a black spider between two slices of buttered bread to, like, inherit powers, uh, create special powers. Really fascinating. And I think I'll pass on that one. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say another thing too. Um, I know spiders, you know, the time you get a bad rap, they're a little creepy. I get it. I understand. Um, but also, it's said to be good luck or potentially a loved one visiting you if you see a spider on Halloween. So oh. just keep oh. that in mind before you stomp on our lovely little eight <laughs> legged friends out there. On okay.
0: Halloween, okay. So you had to go with a nice, like, oh, someone's thinking of you and it has some sentimental <laughs> bit to it. Don't amish and- grandma. And- <laughs> That <laughs> totally. After we sit there and say they're used for casting spells for witches. Oh, but it might be a loved one thinking of you. Good to know. I'll remember it. Okay. Most haunted. So I read this article in Travel and Leisure magazine, and it was the most haunted places in the world. And there are a bunch of places in the USA listed, and I, I think we should go through them. So I, because yes. people need to know, they need to know where to steer clear of. Or if they're a little bit more adventurous like you, maybe, uh, go check it out. Uh oh, a, one of these I've been inside the lobby. Oh, list, oh, I so. can't wait. I can't wait for full yeah. details. Okay. So the first one, I'm gonna take it because it's California. I gotta hit the California New York places because that's that's me. Um, is the Queen Mary cruise ship in Long Beach, California. Now it's docked there now for good. However, it was at sea for 30 years, okay. And while it was at sea, it logged, get this, 50 deaths. So do the math. That's almost two deaths a year on this creepy ass ship. What is
1: going on? (laughs) Is this the one you've been to? No. No. And okay, so this is the one that I really want to go to. And the funny thing is I have been, of all things, to a Halloween convention that takes place in Long Beach at the end of the summer. Three times now, and the Queen Mary is like right there next to the convention center, and I still have yet to get myself over to the boat and actually see it. You can stay on it too; it's a hotel. Oh. So I don't know what that looks like post post COVID, but I want I want to spend a night on the Queen Mary. I think that'd be really. And
0: fun. half these places we're gonna mention, you can stay at. Like
1: I don't know, I'm not ready to do it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what do you got as number two? All right. Well, our next one is another one that you can stay at if you're brave. Enough. Oh, great. I honestly don't know that I would be. Um, it's a Lizzie Borden house in Fall River, Massachusetts, which is way down south. I had to look it up to see how close it was to Salem. Um, but it's way down south, like basically next door to Providence, Rhode Island in Massachusetts. Um, but of course, this is the house that Lizzie Borden and her family lived in. And if you don't know any of the backstory, so Lizzie's mother passed away. Her dad remarried a couple of years later, and she really did not care for her stepmom. She felt like the stepmom had come in and was trying to steal dad's money. Um, so one day, Lizzie apparently got upset and took an axe to stepmom and to dad, and somehow managed to be acquitted of the whole thing. There's so much online about this, like it's not, really? it does like, really encourage you to go dig in and do some reading. Um, but yeah, so now the house is a bed and breakfast. I have some <laughs> restaurants who have visited. Um, I think one or two have actually been brave enough to stay the night. I don't know that I could. <laughs> of course, it's a bed and breakfast.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> you know, it's funny, and even being up in that Massachusetts area, which I love, it's one of my favorite parts of the country. But um, yeah, you go up there, and I remember I was there, and I wish I remember the name of the street in Boston. But I'm there, and my husband's like, "Yeah, let's just grab a slice of pizza." We're in this. It's kind of like a cobblestony street kind of place, and. We look and we're going to just this pizza joint, and there's a sign outside that says the name of some woman. It's like she was hung right here during the Salem witch trials. I'm like, hey, no big deal. Let's just grab a slice. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I'm walking. Totally, you kind of feel like you're on this weird land. But anyway, um, okay, that was number two. Yeah, I'm prompt to walking history tour. <laughs> exactly. Surprise. Um, but to that point, Boston, have you ever been?
1: I have a couple of times. Yeah. OK, I
0: figured so, because you yeah. you just yeah, you got to go. I
1: have not been to Salem, though. That right. Is still
0: on my list one of these days.
1: Right. And I mean,
0: I love walking around Boston because you go and you look at these graveyards. I mean, they're that so gorgeous. They're gorgeous. But they're also like that's the history of this country. These are the first folks that came over and landed here. Yeah. And I mean, it's straight out of the thriller video. It's crazy. Okay. Number three, number three of the haunted places. Now this one blew my mind. I know it blew yours too. It is a restaurant in New York City called One If By Land, Two If By Sea. And I got to tell you, I'm a New Yorker. I've known this place forever. And this place is down in the West Village. And it's, you know, in the in the curvy streets. It, it looks like a beautiful Christmas card. It's probably the prettiest area of New York City or Manhattan. And um, this is a place where for years, all my friends would go to get engaged is, you know, this is the place. One if by land, two if by sea. So it's like that's the engaged place. Um, It's so romantic and quaint. And it turns out they believe it's haunted because it was the carriage house slash home of Aaron Burr. Now. Uh, if, if, if nobody out there knows who Aaron Burr is, which I'm sure they do, because most people have seen Hamilton or maybe they've read a little bit of history, hopefully. Um, but Aaron Burr, he's really on my shit list because Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton did that duel in Weehawken, in New Jersey and... Hamilton lost, and I'm still pissed off about that because I just think Alexander Hamilton, even before the play came out, is one of the godfathers in New York City. There should be more named after him. There always should have been, even before the play. He started a whole financial exchange. Miranda, I don't know if you've been in downtown New York, but it's so cool because you see his grave there. I mean, his grave is there, you know, and his first home is there. You can go look at his first home and his wife. I think her name's Sarah. She's right next to him. And everybody throws um, coins on his grave for good luck, since he started the whole, you know, uh, financial system in our country. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm just pissed at Aaron Burr. So to find out that this was his home, kind of totally grossed me out, ruined the whole romantic part of it. And by the way, Alexander Hamilton, like out of all the guys in history, he was hot. Like, if you look back, I mean, these guys, like, they, they weren't the most attractive, you know, but Hamilton, like he looks pretty good. Maybe it's so, me. Go see, ahead, the, go ahead.
1: The, the white wigs don't do it for you. Is what yeah, you're
0: yeah. I, okay. No, <laughs> didn't do it for.
1: You. But <laughs> Hamilton had Fair. something. He had something. I was with you on this, and I was like, okay. So noted. I need to go check this out next time in New York. And this is—I need to start putting this in my dating profiles. I swear, we're going to get engaged. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe move on to something else. Yes. Okay, number four. All right. Number four is the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, Texas. This is the one that I have actually been inside because I live in Houston. I hope so. and have gone to Austin countless times. You walk up and down 6th Street and you can't help but notice the Driscoll when you're there. Um, It's absolutely stunning from the outside. It has a little bit of creepy vibes. I've never spent the night, (laughs) but I have been inside that lobby a quick little walkthrough. It is very cool space. Anyway, So the reason this one makes the list, this hotel has been around since 1886. So Mm -hmm. a little over 100 years now. Mm. Um, And it is known because there are two women who took their own lives in um, in this hotel. Both of them were essentially left at the altar and ended up at the hotel for various reasons. One was, I forget when the first one was. It was an older story, maybe like in the late 1800s, early 1900s. The second is from 1991. What? It's a kicker. The kicker here: both women took their lives in the same room. No. Yep. So,
0: okay. Wait. Wait.
1: So people can still stay at this hotel.
0: You can stay at this hotel. I don't know if you can stay in the room. I was gonna say. Do we know the room number? I bet you that's written somewhere. And five twenty-five. And rest (laughs) five twenty-five. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. Okay. So, and I wonder if the girl from nineteen ninety-one. If she knew about the girl from whatever and intentionally booked that room so that years later, we'd all be sitting here talking about her creeped out. Potentially. I'm just saying there could be a connection yeah. here because, I mean, what are the chances? I know. Maybe <laughs> we should look into if they both got engaged at um, one if by land two, two if two. <laughs> <I know. laughs> they It is all coming been together. Been to they got engaged there and then it all ended at the Driscoll Hotel. Their first trip together was at the Lizzie Borden and <laughs> <laughs> totally. yeah, then, they, then they made it to Austin. You never know yeah. at this point. Uh, to self, We're not, we're crossing Austin off the list for places to visit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I've got to see that Driscoll Hotel. And, you know, speaking of, hotels and kind of creepy hotels. When my husband and I were looking at wedding venues, we we're getting married in San Diego and we went to the Hotel Dell, which is the Hotel Del Coronado. It's, you know, kind of used to be the number one place and we went and it's off a little island on San Diego and um it's stunning. Every single US president has stayed there. Um wow. the um Navy Seals train right there. So it's on the beach, but like you see the seals, you know, working and you're like, "Whoa, like those are some badass people." And We went there and my husband, I'm more of a New Yorker. I'm into the history stuff, kind of like you are. I can deal with a creep factor. My husband's a California boy. So like everything to him has to be new and like (laughs) shiny. And so we're sitting there and we went for brunch to check it out for a reception. He goes, this place creeps me the out. He's like, what are we doing here? And like you go in the lobby and I think there's even a thing that says this room is haunted. He's like, He's like, what is wrong with you? You're such a dark weirdo. We're not getting married. We're not having a reception here. It's a beautiful place, though, if you're considering a place for a wedding, the Hotel Del. Um, lots of history. Okay, anyway. We took him there, not to the Driscoll in Austin. Yeah, not to the Driscoll in <laughs> Austin. So our number five is called the Kehoe House. I knew a girl named Kehoe uh, with the last name Kehoe. in high school, and I just wonder. Anyway, it's in Savannah, Georgia, um, and William and Ann Kehoe were a couple. They had 10 kids, God bless them. (laughs) For that reason alone, crazy shit could happen. Um, And they lived, yeah, they lived there with their 10 kids. And I don't know if anything crazy happened there, but the bottom line is people who stay there swear that they hear children crying and laughing and all sorts of weird children. play. All the time, and naturally, it's a bed and breakfast. Of course, <laughs> why not? Aren't they all <laughs> like. I'm kind of after talking about this with you. I'm kind of over bed and breakfast. I'm like, give me the Marriott or a Hyatt. Like, I'm. I don't think I need the bed and breakfast because, yeah, Lord knows
1: what. Uh, Lord knows what could have transpired. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean. If you're going to Savannah, Georgia, too, like, I don't know how you stay somewhere that isn't haunted because there's just so much. in that. it's so like, if you love hauntings and all that kind of stuff, that is the city in the United States. It to go is. Like, Salem is cool. Sleepy Hollow is cool. Savannah is where you need to go.
0: I just want to thank you for being on because this is the best time of the year. October is the best month. I don't care what anybody says between the weather. We're all sick of the hot summer. Hey, you're in Houston. <laughs> I'm still,
1: I'm waiting for the leaves to change and the humidity to go away. What's the temperature there <laughs> these days? Um, It's been like low 80s, which is a little more tolerable. But like I woke up this morning and my windows were all fogged from the humidity outside and me having my AC too low at night. So I'm I'm waiting for that to be done. You're and done. And then I'll be happy. You're
0: yeah. done. Yeah, we've kind of here in North Carolina, we've kind of edged over. So we're having the nights where it's like 47 and then during the day it's 60. And I'm like, perfection. What a dream what a dream and that's what October should be and again like we harken back to our first point it is this is how Halloween started it's the fall harvest it's everybody getting ready and stocking up because the creepy dark winter is about to happen <laughs> it is it is so I hope you have the best Halloween I want to tell everyone to visit um spooky little thank you yes yeah.
1: and that's where all your stuff is right Yep, you'll find me over there all year round, Halloweenifying all the other holidays. Um, from there, <laughs> you can jump on my email list. I send out a little Halloween treat every Friday morning. Oh I God. have a, a magazine that I've been doing for two years now, full size Halloween Magazine. So if you need that, I still have copies available. Um, and then just anywhere that you are on social media, you can find me in kind of all the all the major platforms. That For the record, I have no idea still what I'm doing on TikTok, but I'm having a lot nobody, of a playing
0: I there. know, nobody <laughs> has any idea. And you know, like... I- <laughs> It's it's not easy. I still don't get Instagram. I don't get how to do it. But anyway, um yeah, one other story I have that I totally forgot to tell you about. Um, it's about how I unintentionally terrorized a bunch of children. So, um,
1: back in the earlier today with this outfit, right?
0: Oh no, I did that too. But I tried to stay away from the children, (laughs) but who I'm going to go target now are the teenagers. Cause you know, they're so full of themselves. We're like, whoo, you know, and I'm like, time to scare the shit out of them. But anyway, like I'm going to lurk behind a tree, you know, and just look out. I'm going to kinda Thank you. I'm going to kind of do stuff like that. But no. So years ago, I, worked with Six Flags uh, Entertainment, like the corporate office with all the parks across the country. And they do an amazing fright fest, like the best. Mm -hmm. And so I was in New York, the New York office, and they're like, Carol, come down to the New Jersey park and we'll dress you up as a ghoul. And they have, you know, the professional makeup artists come in. I'm like, this is great. So I go down because I just love to scare people. They do my makeup so great. I just wore like dark green sweats and a black shirt. But the night was so disgustingly moist (laughs) that my hair kind of looked like this. Okay, naturally. So I'm like, this works. So I went around the park. Cause you know, the whole thing is people are going through the park and you just go up behind them and they turn around and you're there and they freak out cause teenagers yeah. with their friends. Well, the whole night I'm going around and there's these kids in strollers and they're like whistling, like, like, and I'm like, oh, I guess they give them whistles when they walk in the park. So I'm just scaring everybody. And at the end of the night, my coworkers are like, no, Carol, the whistles were for like toddlers and little kids. If they're scared, you're supposed to stop it. Yeah. You're supposed to go away. I didn't know Miranda. Nobody told me that. I was just so excited to be a ghoul. So I unintentionally terrorized um, probably for good, at least like 50 toddler children who are now, if you do the math, they're probably going to college. So if there's anyone out there in the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area who has this is going off to college and has this crazy fear of October or this time of year, I might be the root cause of that, and I apologize dearly. But my employee, my my uh fellow employees,
1: didn't tell me what the whistles meant. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know. Oh my gosh, that's a, like I I absolutely would have been. This is the ironic thing. I totally would have been the child that was terrorized by that. Yeah. But I for as much as I love Halloween, I don't so much love the like or like deep scares kind of stuff. Like I I don't do well in haunted houses. Um, and I have to. I'm going to one. I'm going on a trip for the rest of October, and I think I'm gonna get. Rounded up into going to one while I'm visiting, um
0: where can you tell I, us like, where
1: um I bush garden, oh is, yeah, yeah, where is it Williamsburg, Virginia? yeah, yeah, um, that's close to where I am, yeah, yeah, so i'm a little I'm a little terrified of that, but it'll it'll be okay, wow, yeah, <laughs> chainsaws they get me every time. I don't know why I, like it's a- no back trauma about chainsaws in my life, but they terrify me
0: though. listen, I hear them in my neighborhood and I get freaked out, and so um what was I going to say about, oh, so when I worked at Six Flags, you know, these, a lot of the people there are amazing artists and they're, you know, they build the rides, they build the haunted houses. And I remember some of the guys who traveled the world to like look at other theme parks telling me that over in, it was either Japan or China, I'm not sure where, um, they had the scariest haunted house in the world to the point where they said girls would come out crawling on the ground. Some would wet their pants. There was a lot of pant wetting going on they said it was absolutely terrifying and I'm like who puts themselves through this
1: anyway I, I probably Japan the Japanese have like a whole other level when it comes to horror and like haunted houses You're and right. all that kind of stuff but it's I respect it so much, but I don't think I could do any of it. I know. I'm I'm such a baby.
0: I heard that. And they're like, we don't think us Americans are ready for that level. So they're like, yeah, we're not going to design that kind of stuff in our park yet. But it was certainly interesting to see. Um, Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Miranda, you are an absolute joy. And thank you so much for being with us. So everyone go to SpookyLittleHalloween.com. And check out Miranda, her blog, her catalogs. I love your pumpkin clutch you had. I'm big into clutch bags, like when you're going out for a night. And um, so cute, so adorable. So check out her site, SpookyLittleHalloween.com. Like our episode. Subscribe to Hollywood Sports Mom. Thank you, Miranda. And we will see you soon. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.